What's going on, everybody? We are back after the snow. We're going to be talking about the big finale episode, episode 10 from the new season of Snowfall. It's all over. We got to wait till next season, which they announced is coming back. But we're going to get into all that. I'm Dave Mays. I'm your co-host. And of course, joining me this time from Boston, Massachusetts. Freeway Ricky Ross. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah. What's going on, Rick? Man, uh, I watched that last episode this morning, man. Uh, I don't know, Dave. I don't know. We we <laughs> we get into it, but I don't know, man. It, I don't I don't know if they cut the mustard this time, man. They uh-huh. I thought it was a hell of an episode, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to wait to talk about it with you. But um, you know, I think they they covered a lot of ground, and they definitely set things up for next season. Um, but tell us what you what you up to. I know you out in 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 Beantown um, doing some stuff for your your cannabis company. Oh man, they dropped my cannabis line in thirty five stores, man. So uh, it's all over town, and and. Man, Boston just been showing mad love. I hooked up with the Onyx last night. I mean, this has been a, just a crazy week for me, man. Uh, <clears throat> the other day, I uh, I got a call from one of my boys, Nick uh, uh, Alexander. He's he's a, a professional poker player, and he called me. He's like, man, come up to Beverly Hills and and uh, and hang out with us for a little while and eat lunch. Uh, and I go up there, man. They're in an eighty-five million dollar house, man. This house is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you can see those out in L.A. If, you, <laughs> if, 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 if you're lucky. That was my first time ever seeing one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just been a wild week, man. I, it's been exciting, uh, having a lot of fun. You know, hung out, hung out with the Onyx last night, Sticky Fingers, oh, you know, for his birthday party. And oh my gosh. Uh, just happened to be in Boston at the same time. And he saw me there and he was like, man, come hang out with me, Unc, at the party. And <laughs> oh, man, Shout out, was, shout out to crazy. Sticky. Shout out Onyx, Redro. Hell yeah. Good people. So I didn't get in until about 2.30 last night. Got up. Um, the hotel that we're staying in is crazy too, man. The Encore, I think is the name of it. A casino. Crazy. Right. Everything right. modern. The curtains move. Uh, uh, you just tell Siri or, or Alexa, whichever one of them you talk to, and, and they move, cut the lights out, turn the heat on. I mean, you ain't got to get out of bed, man. You can just lay in the bed and and do your thing. Man, sounds like sounds like it's a interesting, enjoyable trip you got going on. And you know, I know this cannabis industry is is you know blowing up, and everybody's trying to get in on it in different ways. And there's a lot of interesting things we could probably talk about with that. I, 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 last night, actually, I was at a cannabis. Uh, well, you know, yesterday, of course, was four twenty, um, and um, uh, there's a Soho house out here in Chicago that hosted a, an event with uh, Vic Mensa. Um, and he's involved with uh, a new cannabis company, a you know, black owned cannabis company here in Illinois. That's, I think, the first one to have products into the dispensaries here. And uh, shout out to Vic. And they had an interesting panel discussion, you know, about a lot of the issues connected with, um, you know, this new exploding cannabis business where's the money going who's got access who's you know getting the licenses yes all that (laughs) bringing justice back you know to the communities that have been destroyed from from the laws that put a lot of people away these drug laws um you know etc 
and trying to get people out of jail that's in jail for selling cannabis. You know, now it's it's, it's legal yeah. in like 35 states and, and there's still people doing time for, for selling it. You know, like, what are we going to do here, people? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely we're going we're gonna to keep building on that. And uh, everybody look out for Rick's, uh, Rick's, Rick's uh, line. Your brand name is? Um, Freeway and L.A. Kingpin. L.A. Kingpin, that's right. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I got I got two lines out right now. Um, I'm getting ready to add my edibles, and and we're just going to do a whole a whole line of work. Matter of fact, I'll be coming back here in Boston in about three to four weeks because uh, I I didn't think it was fair for me to only do like six dispensaries that carry my product. I'm like, man, what about the other 31 people who 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 support me? Should I show them some support too? So uh, I'm gonna come back and and I'm gonna do every store. I sold a lot of books too, man. I didn't bring enough books. Oh man, Good dumb stuff. me, dumb me. You know, whenever <laughs> I, when, it, it it always seems to work like that. Whenever I bring, either I bring too many books or not enough books. I can never right. get it right. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's yeah, always man. a great feeling when you sell out. It, yeah, glad to hear it, man. Um, so before we get into talking about this episode, we have some other news uh, I think we should share with our viewers and listeners. You know, uh, when we announced this after the snow together uh, back in the end of February, you know, it was a big deal for for, for you, you know, and to come on and watch this series for the first time and begin to talk about it. And for me and you to come together and, and co-host it. And, um, you know, initially we were going to just go through this season um, and kind of, you know, figure out next steps. But, um, you know, we, we, we've got some momentum going. Me and you are, are getting a nice, you know, rhythm. Um, I think people are enjoying the conversations, uh, not just, you know, the analysis of the TV shows, but the other things that we get to talk about. Um, so the big news, instead of this being our last show for now, we're going to keep After the Snow going every week. You'll still be able to... Um, Tune in on Thursdays for the audio on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And on Friday, the video version, what we're going to do is go back to season one. And we're going to start going through that season one by one, episode one through 10. And we'll talk about each episode each week and kind of now, you know, put all that in perspective. And uh, I think that'll be interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, it's definitely something that, that people need to see the whole story to, to kind of see where it started and, and, and where they're trying to go with it. Um, yeah. It's been it's been an interesting journey. Uh, um, just on from the writer's perspective for me, you know, just trying to see what what these writers are thinking about and and and, <clears throat> and how they how they look at uh, South Central L.A. Yeah. Well, I can tell all- you this. Yeah. They better get some people from South Central L.A. next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, we said we were going to have guests on on the show, and we really haven't done that yet. But now that we're continuing, um, I think that'll be a little more uh, more easy for us to bring in different people. Just you know, people from our our network, people that you know, uh, you know, that watch the show and have an interest in these things as well. So that that's something you know for folks to look forward to as well. Yeah, you know, I I got a call yesterday from Scrancho. Uh, his publicist had had hit him up to go to the to the premiere. They had the premiere in L.A. I guess this weekend or something. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So he called me and was had his publicist on the phone, and you know he was raving mad because uh, me and Scrancho used to hang out. That that uh, 
that neither one of us was uh, worked on the show at all. And, right. and he just went on and on about uh, the show. And I was like, man, we're going to have to bring you on after the snow, man, and let you let you get some yeah. of your raving out. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring him in. Shout out Scroncho, man. We'll see you, you know, next week or, or as soon as possible. We'll definitely want to want to chop it up. But uh, man, let's get into it, Rick. We got a we got a long episode. It's a little longer than than than, than normal. A um, lot of action, a lot of things, you know, coming together. A lot of things setting up for this last season that they announced. Um, and I thought it was a pretty good episode. It had me, you know, glued to the TV, trying to keep up with everything. Um, but what are your what are your top of line thoughts? Well. Um- I mean, I saw more of of the stuff before the last episode. The last episode, I thought that it was it was a little more interesting, uh, but this one kind of threw me off a little bit. It went more in espionage, you know. Uh, uh, for for me, for instance, you know, stealing money out of the bank, uh, the the KGB uh, kidnapping, uh, kidnapping Ivy, and 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 you know, and, and killing Ivy. Uh, um, uh, what's in it? Also, you know, also trying to get out of the game, and 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 uh, as soon as he grabbed the money, the the police, you know, block him in. One of the things I was thinking about this morning is, you know, that's kind of what I like about the show in the sense that, you know, it gets into some very real issues. It's bringing, you know, a bigger picture to things, which a lot of times people don't see, you know, we're caught up in these, the day to day and everything around us. And people don't, you know, always step back to look at the bigger picture and understand, you know, what's really going on here. So, um, you know, I think that's interesting. You know, like you said, you got KGB, CIA, DEA, uh, all this stuff, you know, uh, intermingling that's going to somehow they're going to unfold in, in season six. But um, yeah, I just think, you know, that's one of the things, the layers and the, and the realness, you know, with the balance of action, excitement, drama, all the things that people like, but you're getting these doses of reality on a very kind of deep level sometimes that no other shows really touch on. You don't really see to, you know, some of these things, many other places. The, the, all the espionage is just a, just a lot, you know, uh, it, it, like with Oso, when Oso decided he's going to get out of the game and he goes and, and he, he's sneaking to do this, you know, after the, his old lady find out that the bug, her house has been bugged, you know, the whole time, I right. guess. The kids, the kids were in trouble at first and, and then she find that bug and all, everything right. changed from, from right. them breaking the lamp to like, damn, they've been listening to everything we say. Um and when she contacts also and, 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 and he decides that, um, uh, that Teddy's been too much for him, you know, and, 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 and he's ready to, to take off. And, you know, she's like, damn, we're going to be running for the rest of our life. Um, just all that is just, it's just a lot, man, to, 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 to digest in, 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 in one episode for me. Well, you know, one of the things I, 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 I like about the show are, some of the, you know, like that, this whole international perspective that they're, they're bringing, you know, which is a bigger picture to things, um, you know, and it really, you know, it, it's, it's real, you know, these things do go on, these wars that are happening. And, you know, back then it was Russia 
and the United States that was going at it and trying to, you know, control what was going on in Nicaragua and, you know, all that kind of level of stuff, I think, is is a, is a, is a level of reality that they're able to introduce and a lot of complexity, you know, at different levels, all the way down to the street level to that all in one show. And it all kind of fits together. Ultimately, that's just the strength of the story, which, as we've talked about so many times, is your story. I mean, your story is so incredible to, for people, you know, once people learn about it and understand what was really going on. Um, so, you know, I think I think they've they've done a pretty good job. I mean, this season, you know, it had some ups and downs, you know, it had some filler stuff. We never found out what that tiger was was doing uh, in South Central. So, yeah, man, you know, we're, we're seeing like a whole new Franklin in this episode or no, a side of him we've never seen. I mean, he's he's been pushed to the brink. We're seeing a level of anger, ruthlessness out of him. He's he's gone off the charts with uh, with Teddy. Well, he, showed, he's, he showed some of that during other episodes, you know, uh, when he killed yeah. Rob, you know, shot Rob in the back of the head. That's kind of ruthless. Uh, sure. Not not to this level, though. You know, we're we're, we're literally now he would be considered a serial killer. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the anger, he, he, you know, he's getting angrier and angrier. And this really, you know, this pushed him over the edge when, it, when Oh yeah. The anger out. is definitely to a, to a new level. The first time I, I've ever seen him, this, this, uh, this upset and this angry, uh, he's, you know, a lot, a lot has happened to him though. You know, he, it, it's like his whole world has been, 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 uh, uh, pulled from up under him, you know? So, um, 70, 73 million, Rick. They took it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, he didn't have it, and he didn't have it in one place. I'm I'm surprised that that you know I I don't know how Teddy figured out every bank that he had his money in. You know, uh, right? Well, what did he do? I think he broke in and and got some records or something uh, that he did um, a few earlier in the season. He broke into somewhere and got. Got all those bank records and stuff. No, well, you know, I said early on when when Teddy when I first started watching the show when Teddy came back and killed a guy how how Teddy can walk through walls and you know and I mean Teddy's just an amazing guy you know and we see now that he's taking Franklin's money he's also set Oso up he knew Oso was gonna leave him I guess uh, well I guess because Oso didn't do what he told him to do you know he told Oso to do something remember Oso was on the phone right. and. And also right. said he had something else to do, and and uh, right. he said, knew then, but he he seemed like he already had a plan. I don't know. I don't know why he would try to wipe out everybody. But Teddy's Teddy's you know being set up you know for next season now. You know I think one important thing was when uh, you know Ruben the the Cuban KGB guy you know of course is torturing Avi, um, and uh, right before he kills him, Avi's talking about, hey, there's one more thing I got to let you know about Teddy. He's really not CIA. He's, you know, he's working as a contractor that gives the CIA some deniability uh, of their involvement in all this stuff. And of course, I don't think know, he tortured. He didn't really torture uh, uh, Avi. He just had him tied up. <laughs> well, that's true. He didn't have to. He convinced Avi to, you know, that he was going to let him go. And Avi shared the information or whatever. Um, well, obviously, he right. didn't have no loyalty to nobody. That's right. You know, his loyalty was to none of them. You know, uh, um, he understood that 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 it was just business, and that any of them would would cross him out at 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 the first chance of uh, 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 of opportunity. I mean, because this whole really in this whole series, nobody has really showed 
any real loyalty, you know, from uh, the auntie, the uncle, you know, it's like everybody is, is dog eat dog. It's everybody's for themselves. Right. It seems well, like Teddy, to me. Teddy could be a target next season. You know, now that, now that everybody knows he's really not CIA, um, you know, that could make him more, much more of a target than, than he has been is what I was, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they kind of bit that off of our story. Uh, uh, you know, in our story, the guys worked for the, when they was doing, they were selling drugs for the CIA and then, after the, the government no longer needed the money, they started selling drugs for their for themselves. Uh, That's right. Yeah, you're right. It is. Matter of fact, the lady who broke the story, uh, uh, Cora, and she passed this year too. Well, shout out to Cora. Uh, she said that in one of her interviews that if you teach a guy how to fish, he just might use it. So uh, Teddy's fishing for himself now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Leon for a minute, you know, because he gets sort of overshadowed with all the stuff that ends up, you know, wrapping up this episode. Um, but, you know, Leon is decided as well. Everybody was planning to move on. Leon also, Franklin, everybody's trying to move on. So Leon is still on on plan. He's back in the projects. He's letting everybody know, look, these new laws are coming out. This is all a game just to, you know, basically enslave our you know, this next generation of, of, of young black men through these new drug laws and this prison system. And, you know, another thing, you know, where the show's getting into some pretty, you know, real uh, topics. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, that was real. Yeah. Le- Leon seems to be the one with the reason, with the most reason out of everybody, you know, at, at, at this time, in, in, in yeah. my personal opinion. Uh, he's got back with his girl. She's got a passport. She's excited. You know that they're going to be together. Uh, now I, I I don't know where he gets his money from now because I remember a couple 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 series back uh, he was he was broke and homeless, you know sleeping out under the bridge with the homeless people. But uh, I guess he's come back up some kind of way. They didn't show how that happened, but uh, he has enough money now to lead the country. And and right. shout out to him, you know. Um, yeah, was I was I was wondering wondering I was trying to remember like do you, do you did people really understand what was going on with those laws when they were uh uh brought in back at that time or did we kind of figure it out in the years to come, you know, the disparities cuz I, I don't remember it myself being as much of a topic. But what what do you you know, what do you think about well, that? Well, you know, I got to sit down with the guy that that actually wrote the laws. Uh, on my documentary, Freeway Cracking the System, and me and him talked, and he said that he knew when they implemented those laws that they were racially motivated. So, absolutely, uh, a lot of the people didn't put the time in to 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 analyze what was taking place, but there were people who did know what was going on, and he said he was one of them. He knew that when he wrote the law up, that it was definitely racially motivated. Uh, who was that? Who is that you're talking about? Uh, I can't think of his name now. You know, I'm I'm terrible okay. with names, Dave. But it, okay. it, if they if they watch, if if anybody want to know his name and and everything, it's it's all there in in, in freeway cracking the system. You know, I sit right. down with him at the Bonaventure Hotel and and me and him have a conversation, and he let me get him on camera, uh, telling me that uh, when he wrote the laws, he knew that they were racially motivated, but his job was to write the law up for uh, for the senator. Hmm. But now, you know, people like Maxine Waters, I don't think she knew uh, uh, and, and other people who uh, who voted the law in. I don't think that they actually knew uh, what uh, uh, 
the results were going to be, you know, that right. that, uh, you know, that well, we were going to have so many people in prison for small amounts of, of crack cocaine. Right. And I think, you know, the way that they kind of fueled the narrative of all the violence, you know, and uh, uh, gunplay and, you know, everything that was drugs were causing and, you know, war on drugs and, you know, the, that that level of violence that, that picked up. Uh, during the crack era, you know, it seemed like there was a lot of public support, you know, for this idea. But of course, you know, this has always been, you know, the narrative that that uh, the system has tried to push in different ways, you know, o- over the years. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Well, they did. They did try to use the violence as 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 implement. I mean, it had got to a point to where anytime somebody got killed in the hood, it was it was over. It was over drugs, you know, Um you know, a guy come to the house and he catch a guy screwing his old lady and he shoot him. You know, it was drug related. Uh, uh, so it had got so bad that 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 uh, it, it, it was just crazy. You know, uh, they find a baby that was shaking. You know, he, the baby is a crack baby. Uh, they did a study at Harvard University uh, uh, while we was in prison that we found a study. And they said that those babies that they were showing on TV weren't actually crack babies. They was actually alcoholic babies. Uh Crack babies didn't have that that same type of uh, effect that that alcoholic babies did, but uh, the media wanted to sensationalize it, and 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 again, you know, uh, I think that we we have to go back to 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 the stereotypical, uh, and and that's probably why with this show I have some 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 gripes, you know, uh, because I think that they're stereotyping uh, the way uh, black people do it in their community, and and and. Uh, I just don't see it like that. You know, I, I, I've lived in South Central all my life. I've seen a lot of people get killed. You know, I pull up on scenes where people have been killed, uh, but not the way that they're showing it in, 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 in these scenes. You know, yes, people have gotten robbed for cocaine and gotten killed. Yes, that has happened. Yes, somebody has beaten somebody out of a cocaine and they go back and kill them. But those are, are, are rare occurrences. Uh, um, people rob liquor stores and kill the people who own the liquor stores. They take cars and they kill the people who drive in the cars. So to, 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 to single out, uh, 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 drug dealers in, in my personal opinion, because I, I, I lived that lifestyle for a while. Uh, I think was, was definitely unfair and untrue. Yeah. So taking kind of, uh, stock of where we where we end up at the end of this episode. I mean, uh, the only person we really lose is uh, Avi. You know, nobody else died in this episode out of all the, the regular uh, main characters. But you know, I, I was sad to see Avi go. I mean, he's he's been a likable character. I think throughout the uh, the seasons from from season one when he first you know showed up. Yeah, Avi Avi brought some life to the show. You know, he he, he was definitely a good actor. Uh, um, and, 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 you know, Avi, Avi had some fun in the show. You know, he was one of the ones who did have some fun. You know, he had the, the, the girls in the bikinis, the swimming pool, and mm-hmm. even though he had all the bodyguards and, and so forth around with the guns and so forth. Uh, but Avi did have a good time, uh, which is, is, is the most I can say about some of the other guys, you know, uh, I think we only had saw Teddy, you know, even, even in a relationship one or two times, uh, right. But most of the time we see Franklin, he's mad and angry and upset, you know, or, or disappointed. 
So, yeah, everyone else is still here and the lines are being drawn, you know, going for, for next season. One of the last things that that we see towards the end of the episode, uh, you know, Franklin, of course, goes uh, Rob's. Uh, well, he de- actually he goes to see um, uh, Louie first um, to try to get her to uh, let him get to Teddy because, you know, he feels he needs to get to Teddy if he's ever going to get his money back. Um, and remember, you know, of course he pulls the gun on Louie and he's flipping on her and then Buckley pops up, you know, that's, uh, I guess Louie's new, new henchman sidekick, uh, <laughs> to, to bring along this boyfriend. You know, <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's sort of like Teddy, he's rogue now as well. Remember he's not, he, he had to turn his badge and everything in. So he's just, I guess, working on, on the side right now, but. And he, he didn't look like him. he was on coke that, that, uh, last right. night either. Right. He, he looked yeah. kind of fresh. He looked the fresher. Right. right. Maybe so Louis gonna, beat him up. Right. Right. He's going to play a role next season. Uh, he, he'll be back. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Louis spares him, essentially tells uh, Franklin, look, you know, out of respect for Jerome, I'm going to let you slide and I'm not going to kill you. But after this, you know, don't come around no more. I don't want to see you. Louis Cole. And, Hey, Louis, yeah. Cole, she don't play. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so then Franklin goes and he's like, man, you know, it's all the gloves are off. He goes and he robs, uh, Jerome and Louis spots, kills up a few of, uh, their, 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 their men's, um, steals all the money out of the, the safe house so he can get some, you know, he gets some. That's of that crazy, though. Back. When he would go do his his people like that, you know what I'm saying? Like like they did it to him. You know, they had they didn't do it. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's mad because they got his connection and all that. Right. But but damn, you right, go, you go rob your your folks. You know, like it's kind of scandalous. Right. right. In my book, right. it's, it's kind of scandalous. It's coming down to that. I mean, you know, Jerome is basically going along with Louis' plans here, letting her, you know, force this. Uh, split between them and and Franklin and the family, um, you know, and then you got uh, Franklin going down to the hospital to see Kane, you know, so that's one of his other last chess moves that we're seeing uh, in in the show. He goes to see Kane. He lets Kane know, look, you know, Louis the one that set you up, and uh, I guess you know we're to expect them to be aligned going into the next season. So now it's going to be Franklin and Kane, you know, I guess against Louis and Jerome and whoever they got. And Buckley. And Buckley. And maybe yeah. maybe Buckley's friends who's still on the force that 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 are back his play that's, that's been getting it on the take. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, some of them been on the take. So um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go. Uh, um, these writers got to do some homework, man. They, they got. They definitely need to do a little more studying uh, uh, of, of South Central. Um, I, I right. think. There's I a think lot, a lot missing. A it, lot missing. It's a lot could missing. be in there. A lot missing. That, that, that leaves the door open for us, Rick. You know what I mean? We've been talking about it. You know, to come bring bring a whole nother look at all this stuff. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I can't wait. You know, I can't wait to get my opportunity to uh, take my swipe at it. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that when you when you yeah. actually lived it, uh, you know more about what went on and, and, and you know, the people who who actually participated in it and, and how they participated. Uh, 
matter of fact, I got a, a, a DA agent who contacted me the other day and, and he wants to add uh, to the story. He wants to be an ally in, in what went on. You know, uh, I don't oh. know if you remember Kiki Camarado. The name is familiar. The DA agent that got kidnapped over in Mexico. And they, oh, okay. they tortured him and killed him. And, and oh yeah, they show that in the in the Narcos uh, series. Yeah, uh, if you ever you, if you ever watch Narcos, that was his partner. A, that that character, yeah, that was his okay. partner. Okay, yeah, that was his partner. Interesting. So he, interesting man. He he, I'm he sure he got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Yeah, he did a lot of investigation. You know, trying to figure out you know who did his partner and how they did it. Uh, hmm. uh, but that's going to be another interesting aspect. And he also said that he worked on my case. Oh, wow. Yeah, he said he worked on my case. And uh, he, uh, one of the reasons he backed up because he saw the cops were, were were doing underhanded stuff. And he said he didn't want to be a part. Of, he didn't want his name smeared. So so yeah. he backed out. But that's going to be another interesting aspect of, uh, of the story. Right. We still got the CIA, the KGB, and the DEA, how those guys are all going to play out. You know, at this point, it looks like the CIA and the DEA Maybe they weren't on the same page, but, you know, that last thing Teddy says to his boss when he says, I'm going to give you the money, I'm going to make this donation to get back in, but there's one catch, he said. And, I, you know, they never said what that was. I guess that was helping him clean up some of his mess. But now that he's been kind of backed in the corner with uh, being exposed um, by Avi and that information and the KGB, you know, who knows what's going to what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be um, interesting uh, next yeah. year. You know, it'd be it'd be a wait. But uh, I'm going to be waiting to see what happens. You know, I want to see where they go from here and, and how they, they finish this story out. Right. They close it with some incredible music. We got to give them that as well. That that last uh, ending where they got Phil Collins in the air tonight going, you know, as all the drama's unfolding at the very end. And then when uh, Sissy says, Franklin, I'm in, baby. We're, we're you know, we're going we're gonna to do it. I'm all in NWA. Boom. And they, they rock out on, on NWA straight out of Compton to, to, to end the season, end the series. Uh, oh, you know, when, this, when this you season. forgot too, Dave. What's that? His girl. She made a phone call. She was making a phone call to somebody and say she needs a Her favor. Mom. Her mom. She's calling her mom. So her mom is going to come back and or going to come into the show next season. It seems as well. That's what she she was calling her her, her mom. Was that her, her mom? mom? I didn't know who that was. I think so. I think so. Because they never I, I they so. never said who it was. We never heard a voice or anything. She just got on the That's phone true. for for a split second and and basically said, uh, "I need a favor." Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think she was calling her mom, but we'll see. Yeah, she's still in the mix too. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, we know, we know, we know. She don't mind going going across lines. You know, remember she went and met with Kane yeah. early That's on right. to to uh to to secure the safety of her and her baby, and and hopefully Franklin. Right. So she right. she she made a. I think that was a power call. Yeah. You know, whoever it was, uh, it was a call that she thinks that uh, that person can 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 solve these problems that they having right now. Uh, well, Rick, man, I'm I'm most excited that we're going to keep doing the show together. That that um, makes me feel good. It means we're going to get to keep having these great conversations, keep building, keep bringing more information out to people. And, um, you know, I'm excited about that. Uh, I want to thank you again for being a part of this, being a part of Breakbeat. 
you know, the new network here that we're building and, um, you know, looking forward to continuing to, to work with you and, and build with you. No doubt. Well, you know, Dave, I told you since uh, my first months in prison, when I first saw the source, uh, I've wanted to, to, to work with you. And, and, and I'm definitely uh, uh, glad that I am. And, and I think that we can do some great things. And, and now I'm here. I am in, in your city where you started the magazine at, man. <laughs> That's right. Right. You're right there. That's crazy. We didn't even mention that. Well, Cambridge, but Boston. Cambridge is the suburb of Boston where Harvard is, where everything got started. But yeah, we're, we're taking a full full circle. Man. Hey, you know, so, I'm going to be doing a dispensary. They say right across the street from Harvard. You can literally, they say, walk over to Harvard from the dispensary. Crazy. So maybe, maybe when I do wow. that one, it might be good if you come through, man, we go to Harvard yeah. and yeah, let's do and it. maybe do a lecture or something. Yeah, let's do it. That's, that's, that sounds great. That sounds great. So uh, every, go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm good. I was just, yeah. <clears throat> I just thought about all those things that's coming together. You know, it's like, it's right. like magic. Right. Right. Well, well, you know, we got a lot to look forward to. So thank, thanks to all of the viewers and audience that's been uh, riding with us for this uh, season five of snowfall, which is now concluded. So we on uh, back to the old seasons going forward, but we'll be with you guys every week. Uh, going forward so stay in with us this is after the snow this is the exclusive uh snowfall podcast uh you know with the guy whose life story inspired it and lived it uh freeway rick ross and uh thank you guys after the snow breakbeat check us out at breakbeat media on instagram uh at freeway ricky ross on instagram at the real dave mays breakbeatmedia.com check out our other podcasts we got a whole bunch and some brand new ones coming that are going to be crazy so uh that's it man i'm let's see see y'all again next week no doubt after no the, doubt after the snow the journey continues peace i'm out all right peace